for a podcast about sports and current events that's worth a damn? Well, you're in the right place. This is On The Clock Radio. Funny as hell. And they love to argue. Let's do the damn thing. You're listening to On The Clock Radio with Raul Lezcano. Raul Lezcano. Reggie Edwards. Reggie Edwards. And Tyrone Benson. And Tyrone Benson. What's going on the clock fans, man? It is September 25th. It's a Monday here in Tampa Bay, Florida. And I'm waking up to a beautiful Monday. If you're a Dolphin fans, you know what I'm talking about. But we got so much to talk about. We got to talk about primetime Oregon beating up on Colorado. We got to talk about the Dolphins beating up on the Broncos. We got about Jets frustrations. There's a Swifty or a Tyler Taylor Swift sighting at the Kansas City Chiefs game. There's a whole bunch to talk about, man. I got Tyrone with me. The other guys are chasing the bag, man. But look, it's Monday. You know you heard the violins. You know what that means, man. Fellas, turn this up, man. You know what's going on. So send them ladies over to the car. Oh, here come Monday. Let's get it started. It's the work week. Make me laugh, yeah. Autograph, yeah. Yeah. What's up, Tyrone, man? What's good, man? It's it's Monday morning here in Tampa Bay, Florida. How you doing over there, bro? Oh man. How you been? How was your weekend, bro? Man, I was on call. I'm on call all weekend. Sucked. Oh really? Well, yeah. So. So you didn't get to see. Only, you didn't get to see. Well, I, I, first off, yesterday was my baby girl's birthday. My baby girl turned right. 12 years old, man. Oh my God! One more. I only have this is my last year, and then I'm no longer, you know, cool in her eyes. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's my yeah, life. Like that sometimes. My, my kids went to homecoming yesterday. Oh, how'd that go? Uh, I don't know. You, what do you mean? You didn't ask? No, 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 not at all. It's not my business. It's not your business. <laughs> Nah, my son, he took my car, and then, of course, I don't know why he wants to take my car to go cool places, but he took my car, and then he came, like, I heard the garage going up at, like, 1030, I'm like, what the hell's going on here? And, uh, actually, I was tracking him on my little tracker thing, and I seen that he was heading back this way. I'm like, what's going on here? And so, I heard the garage go up, and he comes in, I'm like, what you doing, bro? Oh, I was going to get my car. I'm like, why? He goes, like, he said, like, oh, because I'm going to stay at mom's house because I don't know if I'm going to make it back here by 1 o'clock. And I was like, what the hell you plan on doing? You can't get back here at 1 o'clock. And he was like, I don't, I don't know if we're going to stay at mom's house. So him and his girlfriend come walking through and he grabs some clothes and walks out. And I'm like, what, man, what Kyra? I was like, what? Cause he, uh, my daughter Kyra rode with her. I was like, Kyra? He's like, well, she wanted to go home. So I dropped her off, and then we would go to Waffle House, but it was a 30-minute wait, so I figured I'd come here and get my car. Yeah, but did he have a good time over there? 
Yes, I mean, you know how these young Thundercats are. There ain't nobody dancing and jigging like us, man. I'm saying, like, he didn't have a good time. It sounds like it was a boring night. We said they were trying to leave at like 9.45 to beat the traffic to get to Waffle House. I'm like, there's like, tw- there's like 20 Waffle Houses. And- <laughs> He's trying to beat the traffic. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Like, okay, dude, okay. Bro. So yeah, we were there. And they were like, it's 20 minutes, like a 30 minute wait. So we went and we waited for a little bit, but nobody was nobody showed up yet. I'm like, did y'all coordinate the Waffle House? There's like five Waffle Houses in like Palm Bay, Melbourne. Right. He's like, I didn't even think about that. So, <laughs> Lord knows where they ended up last night. I tracked it for a little bit, but I was tired. So, I was like, all right, I'm going to bed. So I made sure I called his mom to be like, hey, uh, you know our son coming to stay at your house, right? And she's like, yeah, I told him you're on by one. So, I'm like, all right, good. Make sure as long as you know. So, so, yeah, but other than that, I think he had a good time. They both had a good time. He, he, I came home uh, from being when I was on call this morning. I got home about three thirty, and he was knocked out. So, okay, well then, uh, definitely different than when we grew up. <laughs> definitely, yeah, we grew up. I ain't do much this weekend either, man. Just took care of baby girl. We did our daddy daughter dance, and I watched a lot of football, man. I mean, starting with Friday night, we we I, my son and his team, the high school. Good team, good long-standing tradition as far as, as in the community, the, uh, the school that he goes to. And I, I tell you what, man, it was good. But, bro, have you ever seen a team come back? Like, we were, we were up 41-20 to 20, or 42-21 going into the fourth quarter. Wow. Going into the fourth quarter, bro. Seven minutes left in the fourth quarter is when things started kind of like freakishly happening. You know what I mean? And I understand. Right. Let's let's get kids out of the game. Let's let's not, you know, let's not get anybody hurt, bro. We end up in a dog fight. Three touchdowns go by in a matter of like a minute and a half, and now Jeez. we now now it's forty it's forty two, thirty four because they missed the extra point, and we're like, no, we got it. We got to play defense. Nope. On the other side of the freaking team, on the other side of the field, we were playing Plant City, and I'm gonna tell you right now. They got a dude over there that is a no no bullshit. He is a reincarnation of Michael Vick. Bro, he he's left-handed, he's strong, he's fast, he throws a hell of a deep ball. Bro, he this kid was amazing to watch. He made three juke moves and got up the sideline for a 60-yard run on a scramble. Kid was kid was just lightning fast, bro. Um yeah. Bro, it, it was good to see, but we're now we're in a dark fight. Now with and he throws a bomb across the field, a post, and bro, it's forty-two to forty, and they got to go for two to tie it to get to go into overtime. Luckily, we were able to play that one good defensive series, and we were able to block. We win the game. I've never seen three or four touchdowns in a matter of two and a half, three minutes in my life. We talk about quicksand. We almost lost that game. And all, here, here's the scenario, bro. You as a coach know this. If you're trying to run out the clock, you don't call a timeout. No, hell no. You don't call a timeout, bro. You just don't. Nah, I'm telling my quarterback, don't even start the cadence he put his hand there. Right, bro. <laughs> he's sitting there. He, listen to me. He sat there, and and this our coach called three timeouts. Uh, three timeouts. So you're, so you're just giving them Giving them more time. Keep, and I'm sitting there like, keeping the timeout. what are we doing? It's a 40-second play clock. Take a delay game. Run one play. Take another delay. Take, run one play. Work the clock. Work the clock, bro. Nope. 
they allowed the team to get back into it. And it, it was a close one, but they were end up winning 42 to 40, which was amazing to watch. I was like, okay, we, we were able to squeeze out of there. Um, and then Saturday, right. Saturday watching Colorado. Did you see that game? Uh, I seen bits. I turned it on. And it was twenty-one zip. Yeah. And then Colorado just. I watched like maybe to right before halftime. And I was like, yeah, this is stupid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, but it's something that we all knew. It's something we were all talking about. We knew Oregon was gonna blast them. We sure did. And, we sure did. Yeah, I mean it's. it's but like Dion said, I mean, Dion is 100% confident in his coaching ability, his coaches coaching ability, and his players. He said, well, you better, this, is, this is time to beat me now because you ain't going to this ain't going to happen next year. Yeah. You better yeah. get me now. Oh, yeah, because all the and guys then, that are coming. Then, oh, yeah. And then also when he said that, you know, the coaches ain't coaching against the team, against my team. They're coaching against me. Right, And he's right. like, you know, so. I, I agree with that, man. And, and – Again, it, we all knew. We all knew. Looking at the roster, looking at the organization, you know the caliber that Oregon has. We all knew that it was going to be, you know, what it is. Uh, oh, you know what I mean? You know, it, we knew what it was going to be. We knew that it was going to be a hell of, you know. We were all just hoping that maybe Prime could, could put up some points and, and make it look good. You know what I mean? But yeah, but I mean, I mean, it's just something we've been talking about this whole time since Prime came and. But his O line, D line is just too small. I mean, Oregon small. has that. I yeah. mean, Oregon just exposed it. I mean, they were getting 10, 15 yards a pop when I was watching. Bro, and every so, time they handed the ball off. Every time. Every I mean, time. It was, it was, it was just. And I, mean, I will, I will yeah. say it was, it was a class act by the Oregon coach a little bit. He could have he ran that shit up. Oh, I'd have put 100 on him. He could have, right, right. He, he could have really ran that, that score up on Prime and made, really embarrassed that man. At least he he gave him mercy of forty two, because that that score could have easily been in the sixties, easily. Oh, easily. I mean, I mean, I watched what or three straight Oregon drives and they scored on all three of them. It was like it was like like 30, 35, 38 to zip by halftime. Yeah, bro. Listen, listen, man. We're talking six play drives, six seven play drives. That means you got no defense there. Right. He, they were and just so, coming right down the pipe, man. They, nothing they could do. Yeah, I mean, and they, we all knew that they were small. We knew that yeah. when they when they played was it Nebraska, yeah, Nebraska, they kind of exposed them, and TCU did too. Yeah, they're small up front. Yeah, and so I mean, they just got blown the ball. I mean, I was watching double teams. I mean, they were pancaking double teams. Bro, listen, I bro. Mean, the the they way they second like level. And, oh, yeah, God. that's what I was gonna say. The way they deuced up to the backer and was able to come come off a double team and seal it like. I know people are listening to that like, what the hell does that mean? But the way they, the way that Oregon blocked it, you could just tell how how efficient they are at it. They were really good at it, and they're bigger, right. faster. And there's nothing you can do. Yeah, I mean, once once Oregon gets into a groove on offense, they're tough to stop. Anyway. It really is, that, that, and that's how that's how they've always been. So, I mean, it's it's good to see Oregon be Oregon again, or start making start looking like Oregon again, but. Yeah, we, we all knew that this was going to happen. Next right. week, I think USC going to put a 56 on them. Yeah, and I agree with that. I agree with that. But I, th- I think it's going to be a closer game because I don't think USC is as big as Oregon and fast as Oregon. So okay. I, I think that makes gonna, sense. I think it's going to be a closer game. And Well, the thing – you know what, you know what Tom, I'm going to interrupt you, man. But for, for Colorado, I know the no-huddle offense has a lot of benefits. 
I know, and, no, and for anybody listening, no huddle offense is basically when they're not huddled and they're just going to go and keep pushing. The, um, they line up to the line of scrimmage and they just keep pl- running plays. But when you're sitting there running a no huddle offense and you are, you are just all, all go, you know, no breaks, whatever, you, you, if you go three and out, you're giving extra possessions to the defense, to the other team. You're giving extra possessions. So that's the biggest downfall. So when you go three and out, you get in possession, they score. You go three and out, you get in possession. They, I mean, it's, and you're, you're only taking a minute, minute 16 off the clock maybe because you're, not, right. you're, you're going so fast that, hey, man, if you, if, you're not, if you don't push the ball down the field, it ain't going to work. And that was the issue. They didn't have no quick game. They kept doing wide receiver screens. You, they, finally, when they, when they started pushing down the field a little bit, they had a little bit of success. But there was nothing they could do. And they just gave extra possessions to Oregon. Yep. And I mean, the whole point of running running the no huddle is so the fact that the defense can't defensive line can't substitute. So yeah, but when you got five, you when you got four dogs six, up there anyway, it don't matter. Yeah, but I mean, you know why you run a no huddle. That's why. Yeah. But I mean, like Oregon of old, like back, like I said, back when we played, but like back when Chip Kelly was there, they were popping off plays every 11 seconds. Oh, I remember. So, I remember. I mean, they were th- throw an eighty-yard bomb, get a hit to one, and they're all already lined up, ready to go with like eleven seconds. Pff, gone, pff, right. gone, pff, gone. And it's it's tough to stop. It's tough to adjust it. And then with with Colorado having that that convoy of D linemen, hell, you know, then they're small. They're getting their ass whooped every play. They can't come out of that. They can't come out. Yeah, but I I, th- I think you. Sh- I think they should have huddled. I think you should have huddled a couple times and slowed down the massacre. Slow it down a little bit because, I mean, Jesus Christ, you took no time off the clock. And they just kept they just kept destroying them, just kept destroying them. Um, yeah. be, like you said, interesting to see what they come up this Saturday to see what they do with USC. USC, of course, got Heisman Trophy winner, you know, uh, Caleb Williams. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be very, very interesting to see how this – this game goes. I mean, if Prime can hang in there just a little bit, um, the next two games. I mean, he still has a tough schedule. Have you seen the rest of his schedule? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they say I play. They say I play Washington. Yeah, play Washington. Yeah. And that's that's and a Heisman a, Heisman uh, candidate. Oh, he, he gonna, uh, if he says healthy, he gonna win it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean Michael Penix Jr. Is, is the truth. I think he came from where? Michael Penix. He, tra- he transferred from where? LSU. No, I don't think it was LSU. Let me take a look here. Michael Penix. He, he, he transferred. A, yeah, but I don't think it was, it was LSU, LSU, though. Let me see. Who was it? Who was it? I'm looking on you now. Why LSU sounds on my top of my head? I'm, no, I'm, this thing is taking forever to load up here. Where is Where is the... I don't see it. Let me look at this schedule here. Find Washington. I know Michael Penix. I know he, uh, for me, I thought he was coming from um, either Louisville or Rutgers. Oh my God, I might be all wrong. I don't want to diminish that young man's uh, work here. All right, let's see the roster here. Michael Penix. Michael Penix Jr. I know Michael Penix used to play here in Tampa. I know that. I know he used to play here at Tampa Bay Tech. Um, was an amazing quarterback when he was here. Amazing quarterback. Michael Penix returned. 
And, and the numbers that he's been doing just this season alone is is already amazing. 16 touchdowns, freaking 1,600 yeah, yards yeah. passing already. Like, Jesus. Yeah, he's killing it, man. He, it started last year, and then he got hurt. Yeah. Then, what, what game was, like, what, mid-season or something? It, it was, like, mid, mid-season. mid Probably, like, three or four games that like, he got hurt. Right. But like, yeah, like, to, like, hurt his ankle, to, like, a high ankle sprain or some shit. Mm. Yeah, he, he was lighting it up last year, too. Yeah. Indiana, that's where he came from. Indiana. That's right, yo. Yeah, 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 he was there at Indiana. This is his last. And he was he was killing in Indiana. Yeah, he was doing good. I mean, he didn't have many weapons around him, but he did what he was supposed to do. You know, he well, he I mean, definitely he, shined. He, he played his true freshman, and then he sat out. He started his true freshman, and then he sat out the rest of the season to get redshirted. Yeah, and he got redshirted. He transferred to Washington. Mm. But I mean, he was killing it at Indiana before they played redshirt. I mean, the the shoot, I got to see a little bit of the game with him and uh, uh, Cal, California. Bro, listen to me. Yeah. He tossed four touchdowns, three hundred four yards. That kid was killing it. You know what I mean? Uh, ended yeah, up being California fifty nine to thirty two. Um, it was. I don't know. He he. I think he's the the front runner right now to win it. Yeah, I mean he he's a treat. He's a real deal. I mean it's. It's a lot. It's a lot of good quarterback play this year, and so yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll see if you know, Shador bounces back. We'll see what, what he does. But I think after that ass whooping, his Heisman hopes are done. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, I was hoping to see. You know, I didn't think that I didn't think Colorado was going to win, but I was hoping to see a good performance by Shador. But again, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if it was his fault or, you know, it looked like play calling was very scarce. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they, and, they, and like I said last week, when they played Colorado State, they found a lot of slow developing plays. Yeah, they did. They did. And, and it's like, it, it says it's their, their offense takes too long to get started. And so, like, with, with a pass rush like Oregon's, USC's next week, I mean, you, you got to get the ball out. You got to yeah. get it out, get it out, get it out. Like get him in a rhythm, and th- then you start. When you got him on the toes, and you know they ain't bringing pressure. Right. Uh, then now you come out and you do your little slow developing plays and get everything how you want it. But I mean, I feel I feel the same way like with my son's football team. You know, like they have a great offense. Quarterback's terrible, but great offense. Mm-hmm. But it's so slow developing. Everything is slow developing. Like, we run slants, and we got cats that can catch and run this year. So, you hit them with a slant, they, 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 that's probably 80% chance they're going to take it to the house. Right. And so, I mean, you got to get the ball out. But, no, they got to do the read first and then come up. And by that time, the receiver's already crossing the center. Yeah. And so. And every, man, team, every team should have a quick game, man. Every team should have yeah. some sort of quick game. Yeah, you every know, time. I, I told my dad about it. And he's like, yeah, but I ain't the offensive coordinator. You got to talk to your brother. I'm like, he ain't going to listen. So, Yeah, that's true. But, I mean. Well, go, look, look, going back to Colorado, who do you think? So, you think USC beats them, right? Yep. Okay. USC what about beats them. the following week they play Arizona State? Uh, uh, I mean, they play a decent ball. Um, they play, I, think they'll get, I think they'll get – are they playing at home? Uh, No, it's at Arizona. They'll still beat them. They'll beat them. Then they play Stanford at home. They play UCLA. I think It'll Oregon State. I think Oregon State. They're gonna lose. Uh, uh, it, it'd be a high-scoring game. Neither neither team can stop people, but they can put up points. 
Arizona, they play. And they don't play Washington. They play Washington State, bro. So they, they're safe for Michael Penix. Oh, well, they're playing, oh, they ain't going to make it to the Pac-12 championship either. Yeah, Washington State, they play. And then they play Utah the final season of the game. Jeez, it's right before Thanksgiving. That's going to be and tough. Can't, and Cam Ritter should be back from that one. So Yeah, yeah. They, but I, don't, I don't think they need him, though. Shit, the backup quarterback is balling. Yep. Yep. And so... We'll see, so, man. I mean, it, uh, they got a long road. The other game that was really good was Ohio State and Notre Dame. Did you watch that? Yeah, I watched that one. Damn, that was a dog fight, man. Yeah, I mean, are these two really th- good teams, or, they, or do we just watch bad football? Like, what do you think? I don't think Ohio State's that good this year. I don't, I don't think I so think, either. And I think that Notre Dame is just Notre Dame. But um, I forgot who I was talking to last night on Facebook. We were uh, talking back and forth on one of his comments. And Notre Dame, they, they should have lost that game. How you going to play? You, you're playing loose coverage. Then you got third and 15. You know, could play a 24-yard pass to the one-yard line. Bro, like, come on, bro. When, they were like, on, when it was goal line, he had 10 guys on the field. Yeah, they were missing the whole left side, right side of the defense. Right. It was, it was, everybody was, I mean, I, to me, like you said, Notre Dame, I, I will say this. I'll give kudos. Notre Dame does look a little faster. They look a little. They look a little bit more pursuing to the ball. Like defensively, they looked better oh, yeah. to me. But I also yeah. think that looked good. But it's a mixture of Ohio State's offense has gone down a little bit, in my opinion. I do think you know, you know, having Marvin, Marvin Harrison Jr. and in what's his name? What's the other kid? In, in Baku. I can't. Pre- I, I can't pronounce the name. Baku. Yeah. He, like those guys. He those guys are great receivers. Quarterbacks okay. Offensive lines okay. But play calling again looks very very conservative. Then they really didn't want to stretch the field at all. You know what I mean? No, I think Ryan Day is a phenomenal play caller, but I think what it is, he don't trust his quarterback yet. He's had three straight years, three straight, or what? No, Dabo Sweeney, he had like, what, six years of just great quarterback play. And now he's, I think he's a true freshman or freshman, freshman, freshman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why I think so, it was that's why I think it was conservative, bro. He doesn't it looks like he doesn't trust him. You yeah, I mean? so I don't I don't think he trusted downfield throws. I mean, even even with Alabama, like we're known for putting up points. We're known for throwing deep balls every damn every other play. We don't do that no more. I mean, hell, we barely get hundred yards rushing now as a yep. team. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, it's Times have changed, man. It's like, you know, know. like like the transfer portal killing cats, and yeah, the, it's, it's and that's what. Listen, let's be honest. That's what NCAA wanted anyway. They wanted to slow down the the normal four teams that are always in there. They want to slow it down. Now you see Florida State and Michigan, and we see all these other teams. You know, and, and again, remember, we're going to go to a twelve game playoff here next year, not this year, but next year. We're going to go to that twelve game playoff, and but this is what NCAA wanted because people. Whether they were losing ratings or, or money, whatever, they don't want to. They don't want to make it boring. So I agree. The transfer portal has made it kind of. You can see in waves. It's kind of made it, you know, neutral for everybody. Everybody seems to be the same almost. Teams that you didn't expect are, are expecting to to make runs now that you never thought were going to be there. You know what I mean? But my my question is, we know Clemson's bad football team. Yeah. Is Florida State really that good or that bad? And they took them to overtime to beat them. I'm going to tell you what, man. Florida, it's still Dabo Sweeney. Dabo, Dabo learns and he adapts. And he's still a, a really good, experienced coach. I think Florida State is for real. Uh, I, I hate to say that as a Hurricane fan, but watching them play, I, I, I don't know, man. They look 
the 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 quarterback is definitely who makes the offense click. I mean, completely. But man, they they do look faster. They look stronger. They they do look. Norvell is doing a great job over there, man. I didn't think he would, but he's doing a good job. I had to figure. I, I kind of figured he had, he had a, you know, let, let him get his recruits in and let them play. Now, right, right, right. So these you throw these new coaches in, and then like before the way, especially before the transfer portal, you throw these these uh, coaches into the game, and this time their team, it's like, right? They recruit on these kids, so give right. them a couple years. Let, 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 his recruits get on the field and let's see what happens. Right, and, I've, and always, I've always been a big believer of that. So. Yeah, and and you're seeing the results now. I mean, they're they're ranked what four now? They're doing really good. Yes, Clemson took them to overtime, but you know, again, don't nobody look. I know Dabble's not doing as great, but every week that team's getting better on its own. So yeah, they're not going to make the, the national championship, but they'll make a bowl, and they're they've get they've gotten better. Um, but again, Dabo Dabo's openly said he doesn't like taking transfer guys, transfer portal guys. He wants guys that he recruits, and this is what he's going to have. So while he's doing that, all these other teams are like, well, we don't have, we're not morally sound like that. We're going to take whatever we can take, um, especially if they can contribute yeah. right now. You know what I mean? It's like with Dick Saban, too. Like he's, yep. he, he believes in it, but he, he's not a big player in it unless like he grabs a, a grad transfer or, or somebody that's like, – he's big on second chances. So. Right. You know, I mean, we all everybody got to adapt. I think they're. I think it's gonna be a rough. I mean, I think we can win out the rest of our schedule as as a tied fan. So but, I think but, we can win out the rest, but it's gonna be ugly. It's not but as be far as the rankings go, they got Georgia, Michigan, Texas, and Ohio State. One, two, three, four. With Florida State being five now. Now that they went. Now that they went into overtime. Well, yeah. Michigan. I mean, not Michigan, but Georgia struggled. Oh, I agree too. Georgia did struggle, but they're still number one up there to to win it all. Yeah. You know, Alabama's at twelve, Notre Dame's at eleven. Um, but we'll see. Like like I said, man, long season, long, long, long season. We'll see how it goes. You know what I mean? We'll see how how it gets there at the end of the, at the end of the tunnel. Um, but you can also see how the transfer are working too, because Florida barely beat what, Charlotte. Yeah. So I mean. The transport is working for some teams. I mean, UAB played Georgia tough. Yeah, they did. And so, I mean, it's it's like you said. I, I think I think everybody the playing field started to level out a little bit now. It is. It really and is, bro. So it really is. And we so, and again, we'll find out here. You know, we'll find out here how tough these teams. Are. I mean, I, I don't. I still think my Hurricane team has hasn't been challenged yet. Um, Texas A M was a was a credible win, but we haven't played anybody. We played Miami, Ohio, Bethune, and Temple. We haven't played shit. Georgia Tech's always been a problem. North Carolina's always been a problem. Clemson's been a problem. Um, Florida State's always been a problem. So we're, we're going to get to the later year, the later on the year in the season, we're going to see how tough they are. And if we beat Florida State, well, then that'll knock them off from being number five anyway, and, and we'll just see where, where they land. Uh, NFL-wise, man, I want to get it in with the NFL. Listen, frustrating week for, for the Jet fans, man. I know... They had high hopes of having Aaron Rodgers being dra- uh, not drafted, but traded over. Uh, they had really high expectations. Uh, me and you have talked about it. We've seen, you know, the HBO Hard Knocks where you know they gave a look inside um, uh, training camp for the Jets. Uh, I've told you on numerous occasions that I just do not think the Jets had an offensive line that can protect Rodgers, and I think it was going to be a matter of time. He was going to struggle no matter what. Um, I think he would handle a little bit better because of his him being a veteran quarterback. But what we're starting to see is is the frustration from the Jets. Uh, um, 
because Zach Wilson continues to struggle. And and again, I can only how can I say this? There's but so much you can blame the kid, you know what I'm saying? But you also got to blame the coaches because you know what you had or have, you know what you drafted, you had it all last season, you haven't made any changes. He's still struggling on on certain plays that you're calling as far as reading down the field and coverages. He's still having those 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 identity issues. You're not giving him the freedom to audible, you know, when there's a blitzing linebacker, throw a slant behind him. You're not giving all these. So as the Jets continue to struggle and frustrated, watching them yesterday on the little highlights that they showed, watching the bench really argue and get into it and, you know, little screaming matches here and there, These the, this is the stress of the NFL that, but that you watch. And uh, watching Garrett Wilson and Zach Wilson kind of argue about a play and, you know, it's, it's going to start breaking internally. That head coach needs to find a way to rally everybody back in, find out what they do very, very, very well, and work on their flaws in practice because it's just going to get worse for the Jets here. You know what I mean? It's, it's not going to get any better with these guys, especially on, you know, this year they were supposed to get primetime uh, uh, games, but nobody wants to see, you know, Zach Wilson at night. You know what I mean? Right. I'm tired of watching the Steelers on primetime. Like, what's up with this? I know that's right, Ugh. too. I know. And, and, and again, the, the Jets losing to the Bills, the Cowboys, and the Patriots. Oh, they got destroyed by the Bills. They, well, the Bills, they lost 22-16. to 16. You know what I mean? So that's not too bad. They got destroyed by the Cowboys, 30-10. to 10. And the Patriots, they hung in there 15-10. to 10. The kid needs – I just think there's good qualities with this kid. They just, they just haven't tried to look into it. You know, maybe they have. Well, let me not say that. Maybe they have looked into it. Or maybe they're just hitting their head against a wall. You know what I mean? Maybe some outside-the-box thinking of what, what does Zach do well. There has to be something. The kid doesn't have a, you know, a noodle of an arm. He's not a dumb kid. You know what I mean? Um, right. There has to be something the kid does well. Control, control what he does. I mean, I, I really – me personally, I never thought the Jets were going to be a running team. So one of, I was telling uh, one of my buddies, they were like, yeah, maybe they can run the ball more. I'm like, yeah, they got good running backs, but they don't have an O-line like that. They just don't. Bro, when you see – and this is this is why I don't understand this. When you have quick game, and quick game is, again, for anybody who's listening, quick game is getting the ball out of the quarterback's hands quickly. That's why they call it quick game. Bro, have you watched their freaking tackles? The, the left tackle and the right tackle? They cut block on quick game. Who the hell cut blocks on quick game? It depends on if they're coming with slants or whatever, because, I mean – even then, I taught my linemen, too. When we're doing slants and stuff, they, they you know, chop them. My tackles. Well, well, not not, not on, no left tackle, only, only bro. Be, only because to get the defense line's hands down. I hear you, bro. But, bro, bro you, you, I, to me, I think cut blocking them at the tackle position in a quick game hinders you. Because if you don't like the first read and you want to go to the second read, you ain't got time for shit. That guy's going to be on you quickly, especially if he doesn't do a good cut block. Um, I don't know, man. I the Jets are going to continue to be frustrated, man. So Jet fans, you're they're in it for the long haul because, I mean, they might the, watching them play, it frustrates me. The next game they play is the Chiefs. That's an eight twenty uh, game. You know what I mean? That, I believe that's on Monday night. Is what it, I believe it is. Um, Chiefs and Chiefs rolled yesterday, so yeah. Well, I mean, they did they did whatever they wanted to do yesterday. I know it, man. The Chiefs, the Chiefs. It's a Sunday game. That's what it is. It's a Sunday game against the Chiefs. I, they're going to light them people. They're going to light them up. They do play the Broncos the following week. I do think you get a W there. Um, but then they play the Eagles. They're going to get a W against the Giants. Then here comes the, here comes the, 
They got to play the Chargers. They got to play the Raiders. They got to play the Bills. They got to play the Dolphins. I mean, it's a long. It's going to be. We're going to see some people's jobs get fired here in a little bit um, with the Jets, at least. I mean, them beating the Broncos, they should be just fine. Because, bro, I'm going to tell you now, and let's just move into the subject I've been waiting the whole time. Watching my Miami Dolphins put up 70 freaking points. 70 points. Second most in the NFL. Uh, I believe 72 is what they said yesterday for the 1966 Vikings or whatever it was. They put up 72 points in a game, which is hard to believe after all the great offenses we've seen. You'd have thought by now somebody put up some points. You know what I mean? After watching the greatest show on turf with the with the Rams. You know what I mean? Um, I, I don't know. It, it just... It was Broncos were that bad, bro. We, we there's no way the Dolphins are that good. I mean, don't get me wrong, play design was nice, but bro, those Broncos gave up after halftime. Them dudes just wanted to get out of there. Half-ass tackling, yeah. grabbing at the shoulder pads, they just want I mean, to leave, it's, man. It's uncharacteristic of a Sean Payton ran team. When I seen that, I'm like, holy shit, like, but, that's but, terrible. But remember, and I agree with you. But remember, we just talked about Norville. He's inheriting a team. He's not really, he ain't really built the team yet. You know what I mean? Right. He's inheriting. And I, that's what I was trying to tell people. A lot of people blame the head coach for a lot of shit. You know, these head coaches get a lot of blame for these players. But, damn it, these players get these coaches fired, man. You know, you're dealing with somebody that's 35 years old, has got a wife, two girlfriends, three mistresses. You know what I mean? These guys make millions of dollars. They, you know, it's hard to convince them, let's go play football. It's hard. So, he's got to get the right guys in there as well. Um, and we're gonna see. We're gonna see how it looks, man. That that whatever I mean, what I saw on Sunday, that did not look good. Russell Wilson has no time to do anything. That's another one that has no offensive line. I know Judy's frustrated. Sutton had a horrible game. We we punched the ball out three times on him for fumbles. Um, it was just bad football all around. It's just something you're not used to watching in the NFL. You know what I'm saying? At their professional level, you're not used to watching that clear of dominance happening. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah, I, it's just, ugh, I don't know. It's, I'm trying to figure out, like, why the Broncos are so bad. Normally, their, their defense is on point. But, I don't know. Their, their defense uh, had been points since Miller left. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, it's, it, was, it was just really bad. The other the other coin of that is, too, we, we, you know, we had a chance to make it, you know, kick a field goal and make it 73 and be the first team, you know, the most scoring team in history. My question to you is, do you kick that field goal or do not? Because you know what my answer is. <sighs> I mean, you, I don't know. I mean, you football, yes. You <laughs> football? You football, I'm trying to bury you. But, NFL, I'm just, I look, look, we already embarrassed you enough. So, right, what? See, I don't agree with that. I don't, in youth football, I agree not embarrassing you. In the NFL, my fucking contract is on, is is ready to be canceled at any moment. You, There is no job security unless you are the Patriots or you coach for the Steelers. That's it. There is no job security for head coaches. So that's number one. Number two, the Miami Dolphin fan base, fan base has had nothing to cheer about. 20-plus years now. We haven't had anything to really root and cheer for. We've been, we've been loyal like a mug to this Miami Dolphin team. You're damn right you kick that field goal, and you give the fans a second record. We're still the only team to go undefeated to the Super Bowl. Give us a second record. 
You know what I'm saying? Give it and give that team identity so they're not still playing for the 72 Dolphins. Give well, that team identity. Technically, the, the Patriots or Randy Moss and them, they got the record, but what they record? Super Bowl. Um, go undefeated during the season. No, 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 no. You have to go undefeated the entire. So you have to you have to win the Super Bowl to be undefeated. Well, no, I'm just I'm just saying. Ah, <laughs> uh, you don't Patriots, like it. The, the Patriots went 16 and 0. No, bro, you got to you got to win the Super Bowl. You got to win the Super Bowl. It don't count. No, it don't matter. They went 16. They to be technical. They went 18 and 0. Count playoffs. It, bro, that's fine. So, you can go you can go 21 and 0. If you don't win the Super Bowl, it's 21 and 1, bro. And you lose. That's your record. That's it. They don't count the they don't count the regular season record. Your Super Bowl has to be included. I well, say see, kick I, the field I, I, goal. I don't. I don't see that record ever being broke anyway. I don't either. But I still say kick the freaking field goal. Kick the shit out of it. Um, the other, the other team, that, the other team that's the Super Bowl. Well, yeah. The other team that's going to be frustrated here in a couple weeks is the Dallas Cowboys. Watching Arizona uh, just find some kind of blueprint in beating these guys. Now, here, here's going to come the excuse all week long. All week long, this is a battered team. They don't have players. People are injured. This is the NFL. That's that's your fault. Every, everybody gets batted up and, and beat up a little bit, bruised, and all that. All that. That's part of the football game. That's part of the strategy. That's part of, of, of trying to have depth in your chart. That's your guys' fault. That Dallas Cowboy, Arizona, for whatever reason, just knew what to do against them. Yeah, they load the box on them, and they just bro went ham on them. Well, and Arizona was physical as shit. That's the blueprint. Yeah. If you're physical against the Dallas Cowboys, they will fold. They do not have the heart to play physical football. They just yeah, don't. They, yeah, they, I watched that game, and yeah, they they Arizona beat them up. They did. I mean, they beat on the outsides. Receiver couldn't get open. Ceedee Lamb was all frustrated. Yep. Dak Prescott couldn't get the ball in there unless they were wide open, and he so. had a chance. He had a chance to score there again with with three and a half, four minutes again to score, but he throws a pick in the end zone. You know, and he was staring. He stared that dude down the whole, the whole time. way, and that that safety just sat there and then jumped it. Nothing you could do. So, so I'm not calling. I'm not calling bullshit on Dallas right now. I'll just say you know it was a good game with with uh, Arizona. Arizona had a good game plan and they were able to execute. I'll give them that. But yeah, I but you don't lose. You don't lose with a quarter with Josh Dobbins as, your, as a, the, their starting hey, quarterback. Hey, bro, what are you gonna do? That, that man threw uh, three touchdowns yesterday or two touchdowns. What are you gonna do? Um, they got to regroup. They got to play the Patriots. I think they're gonna beat the Patriots. Uh, hopefully, they beat the Patriots. And then they got you know, the 49ers, the Chargers, the Rams, and the Eagles in the next four weeks. They're gonna lose three of them games. Absolutely, and then then it's we're not those boys anymore. We'll see yeah, I mean they're gonna, they're, gonna, they're gonna lose against San Fran. San Fran is probably the best team in the league right now. They look good as yeah. hell. They do. I mean, this it's not even close. I, I don't think. I mean, their offense is hard to stop. Yeah, I mean, I agree. So I mean, it's I mean they have people everywhere. Yep. And so I mean it's. Um, what's his name? Kyle Shanahan's doing a great job with that play calling, getting the Dabo out there and then getting our Debo out there and then 
Christian McCaffrey. That that was a trade of the century right there because he does so yeah. much. He does. And so he you, does. You put him in, line him up in the backfield. You line him up at receiver, slot. Yeah. I mean, he does so much. It's crazy. So. Yeah, he definitely does. I man. mean, it's. I mean, they're going to be tough. I think the Cowboys. They just gotta. They gotta figure it out. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that, man. Uh, again, uh, Dallas is every year the same kind of Dallas. I don't know why people don't believe that, but they're, it's the same Dallas. None of this shit changes. No, please believe this, these teams are going to watch what Arizona did, and they're going to do the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. You gave them the blueprint already. I mean, you load the box on them on third and one, and they broke a damn 60-yard touchdown run. Like, what the hell? Like, I mean, he ran right by the blisters. Ty- so. Tyrone, the game plan, if I'm a defensive coordinator going against Dallas, is let's make Dak Prescott throw the ball. Let him throw the ball. Let him. He's not going to light us up. He's not going to light us up. And see, if I was Dallas, I'd have kept running because, I mean, um, Pollard had 100 yards. The backup dude, he ran. He had a good game. They got, they, but they got behind in the scoring. And they couldn't run the football. It took too long. You know what I'm saying? And now you got to put Dak in a, in, a, in a situation where he's not comfortable. He can't. Dak don't throw like that. Dak don't no. get that shit done. So, that's Dak Prescott. The other team that I <laughs> – uh, you know, who's on another AFC high is the Chiefs, watching the Chiefs play. Uh, they did good. The only thing I got to talk about with the Chiefs is Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Hey, man. That was the problem. I, listen, man. Have you seen Travis Kelsey's ex-girlfriend? Okay, she ain't, she's a gold digger. She ain't, hey, bro. She ain't nobody. Okay, bro. Who, bro. who is she? Have you is seen she? her? Yeah, I've seen her. I don't her, care who, who she is. is. She? Have you seen her? Have you seen her? do 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 yeah. Tell me, I have seen you seen her? her? Bro, she's worth four hundred million. She's worth four hundred million. Bro, I don't care. If she's worth four hundred million. You go from uh, his. Have you seen? Listen, I'm all I'm asking for. Look, take money out of it. Have you seen this ex girlfriend? Yeah. Okay, and now we got Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift doesn't have any thighs. She ain't got no booty. <laughs> what does she bring? I mean, other than the money, what does she bring to the table? She probably a freak. Listen, man, she better be. She better slap and tug on, pull on his beard or some shit. Because this is, listen to me, man. All that's going to happen is they're going to date for a year. And then he's going to make another, she's going to make another album about how Travis Kelsey is a dork. That's, that's all that's going to happen. Just like everybody else. Seeing her up there in the, in the box, screaming and yelling and, and like cheering with his mom right next to him. I was like, damn, she met the mom already? I mean, that and then the fact that. You know, she probably don't know shit about football. Yeah, probably so, not. I know she did an awesome chest bump with somebody in the in the suite when, she, <laughs> when Kelsey scored. She jumped up and did a great chest bump. But, I mean, I, I don't know, man. I just, if Travis is happy, ha, uh, happy, that's great. If she's happy, that's great, too. I just like, damn it, bro. Damn it, Travis, bro. Is, Travis is trying to get her pregnant, that's all. Maybe she is already. That's why she had to meet mom. Because I'm telling you what, man, she's already in the press box. Meeting mom. So that means this relationship has been going on for a while. Nobody knew about it. Yep. This ain't on top of that, now on top of that, like, it ain't that serious because she ain't in the press box with uh, Brittany Mahomes. So. Yeah, that's true, too. Oh, you, I know just, oh, so you ain't met the best friends, girl. Got yeah. It. Yeah, so it's probably not that serious. Not that serious yet. Yeah, you're right about that. So, that's a good call. I didn't think about that. When you meet you the homies. The boss. Yeah, you meet, the, you meet them homes. Then it gets serious. Then it's real. <laughs> That's true. I didn't think about that, bro. I really didn't think about that, man. And, and the mom probably liked 
probably likes um, Taylor Swift because she's Caucasian. Her son's Caucasian. His ex girlfriend was black. Yeah, she but, was part of hood rat. No, she, no, she. So. You, can't, you can't say that, man. No, she was. You don't know that, man. She probably does yoga or something. She's probably a nice young lady. You have no idea. Ain't no hood rat there, bro. She was. Yeah, you don't see Taylor Swift dressing like that. You don't see what? Taylor Swift is a whole. You don't see, you don't see Taylor Swift dressing like her. Taylor, the girl don't dress nasty. Whole, uh, she was nice. What are you talking about? She looked good. The picture you sent me, she had a see-through dress. She's a model. On. She was doing a model. So, that she's a model, bro. That's what models okay, are. And so is Taylor Swift. Okay, Taylor Swift she is a model. Like a Christian. What? She dresses like a Christian. <laughs> if you don't stop this shit, if you don't stop this madness right now, get the hell out of here, bro. She don't, she don't come out dressed. Come out like she don't come out dressed like she auditioning for a Luke video. I don't know. So, you look at Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey dressed like. You know, like a, how can I say it? Like a thug, yes. No, not you know, like a thug. I'm just saying, like, he got style, man. The guy, you know, he got that hood style. <laughs> he just, yeah, he drives, he drives, he drives like, he's, he's like a thug. You're right. He drives like a thug. You're right about that. He just, I don't yeah. know. It looks stupid. It looks crazy, man. I don't know. He's like you said, he's happy. I'm happy. I guess so, man. Just Taylor Swift, don't, don't mess up my guy. Because if we start seeing, Kelsey dropped footballs, and Kelsey not having a good, you know, season. We know exactly who to go to. Yes, I agree. I, I, and I'm going to give it to all her Swifty fans, too. Like, look what your girl did to my boy. You're going to start wearing Taylor Gang outfits and shit. Yep, yep, yep. Taylor Gang tattoo. I hope he, yeah. I hope, I hope he, you know, doesn't change up his eating habits. You know, start eating, you know. Potato salad, raisins, and shit in it. Yeah, she's kind of pacey too. She's looking at the sun. Listen, I'm, bro, you, I'm telling you, bro, you sitting there going, no, it's going to be fine. Like, no, it's not. Oh, man, I don't like Taylor Swift, so. Well, I, I couldn't name one song for her. So. Well, here, here's one song while we sign off on on, on the clock, that's all the time we got, we man. We don't, we, don't, we don't have to. We don't have yeah, to. we're going to do it right now for, for Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift's relationship. We hope it goes off a good one. Hey, look, look, that's all the time we got. It was a quick one tonight, man. We just had to get it off our chest what we had to talk about. The boys, all the boys will be back on, on the next one. I promise you that. We'll have all of us on here debating and talking football and, and, <laughs> and listening to some of the funniest stories. Um, if you like what you heard, man, hit us up on Instagram, On The Clock Radio. Uh, send us an email, ontheclock20 at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook, OTC Sports. Join our chat groups. Join our sports groups, man. And, and give us your opinions on what you want to talk about, what you want to listen to, and, and see how it goes, man. Until then, Tyrone, here you go. Here's a little Taylor Swift. Uh-oh. Too many dates. You can't say that anymore. What are you doing? Here he goes. Well, holla at you, man. We done, bro. Stop talking. Let it just sing. Let them enjoy this. He was Cotton Dockers.
You've been listening to On The Clock Radio. We hope you enjoyed the show. We know we had a blast. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. And we'll be back soon. But make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at On The Clock Radio. Y'all be cool. See you next time.